Lloyd say it's a load of rubbish. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, for sure. Just making sure I got it all, all nice and sexy. I want to I want to pop this off because I think this is, I think this is a fun one. Um, I just want to start off by saying hello and welcome everybody. Uh, this is your host David Dominguez, and uh, also known as uh, Chocolicious. And uh, with me, uh, now that he's done uh, watching The Dark Knight for the fifth time today, fifth uh, <laughs> more man, like six. Myth, excuse me, the, the man, the myth, Ronnie. <laughs> A lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. Uh, fun stuff to talk about. I want to welcome everybody to the first inaugural um, Fantasy Football Awards. Um, me and Ronnie here play quite a bit of fantasy football. Right, Ronnie? I mean, I could... Quite a, quite a bit. I would say, uh, yeah, a little bit of an understatement. But yeah, quite a bit. I like fantasy football. I like the lore of fantasy football, like as if it was Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, I, I am for me. For me, I think it's the gambling part of it. But also, yes, I do love fantasy football. Yeah, I'm. I am. I, I'm going to become a degenerate gambler one day. It's in. Yeah. It's in my future. So I lost out on twenty five hundred dollars because I didn't put down two hundred dollars on the uh, Washington football team six weeks ago to win their division. And I thought, damn, I thought this is an easy bet because they had the worst odds in their league. Uh, $200 yeah. would have won me quite a bit of money. And uh, yeah. I, I am, uh, I am learning to maybe have to gamble. <laughs> you know what, man? Sometimes a long shot pays off. I, I, I didn't realize how, um, it, you know, when, when you when you look at fantasy football, I love football. I am obsessed. Mm-hmm. With Same. Um, yeah, you know, live, breathe, eat football. Um, so when fantasy football came around, it was like, oh, I could have more of an excuse to love football. And now yeah. I'm starting to see gambling, and I'm like, oh, now I could have, like, built-in drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now just let, let's add another layer on top of the other five layers of yeah. why I love football. Some yeah. people have The Bachelor. I have football, you know. like I have I The Dark that... Knight, you know. <laughs> just the way it is, you know. It's just the way We all have our vices. So I gave you a couple of awards um, that we want to hand out. Um, I, have a, mm-hmm. I have an extra one in there um, that I didn't tell you about okay. because I kind of wanted to be a surprise. Um, okay. We have we have a couple of major awards today. We're going to be handing out um, the season winners, those players that um, undoubtedly helped us win a majority of games. Our winner of the season, um, uh, you know, a lot of people. For a lot of people, that's Mahomes. Just to give some type of yeah. reference. Um, losers of the season, that guy that we drafted or picked up that just was a complete loser, but. You know, in many regards, you probably didn't drop. <laughs> right. Because you you, you're always holding out hope. It's like, I can't. I, I just can't drop him. I drafted him too high. Next week, he's, he has a good matchup. I got I to gotta keep him in there. Um, 
yep. the uh, the pan out player of the year um, for a player or um, person or thing that panned out um, most during the season. And then I got one more that I'm going to throw in there. I want to get through the other awards and I'll, I'll, I'll throw that award in there. Um, I, let, let, oh, and then we're going to talk some tea. We're going to talk a little bit of tea yeah. in our leagues. Um, because the people who are in our leagues probably don't listen to this podcast. So we just get to talk shit about them for a little They better bit. be. <laughs> yeah, they, they better, better be, be right? Listening. You know what's funny is uh, yeah. Devin, who uh, – shout out to Devin. is another co-host of ours going to be getting on here as things pan out. But Devin actually <laughs> – wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. It was – yeah, it was uh, for League T. Devin, I went on Devin's podcast and gave everybody my picks. <laughs> I gave everybody really? my picks. And I gave everybody uh, my family's first round picks, and I was all I was right on all but one of them. I was right on all but one of those picks. Uh, wow! <laughs> so if our families were smart, they would. If our families and friends were smart, they'd listen to this and uh, learn how we think fantasy wise. Um, I want to open it up to you, Ronnie. Uh, who is your winner? Who goes? Who gets the winner award for you for twenty uh, twenty? So I should preface by saying I have – I mean, I was in three leagues this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner is going to be in the league that I did win, uh, and that winner for me was Travis Kelsey. Oh. Uh, I won in spite of my players because I had two Cowboys, which was a mistake on my part. Um, I was making moves every week. I made a few <laughs> trades. Like Also I a mistake on the Cowboys' was, part. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my season was in the trash, but consistently Travis Kelsey showed up. I mean, tight end. I this is on the Yahoo league, and right now I think he finished. Yeah, he finished the season ranked 18th overall in points. 18th as a tight end. Wow, unbelievable! The last one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. Only one week did he not average. Did he not score over 20 points? Are you guys playing PPR now? In in this league, it is PPR, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have him in PPR. And looking at it, I mean, you you know, you have a stretch from week 11 to 16. The lowest points he scores is 16. Other than that, 26, 27, 27, and the 222 games. This man was absolutely electric. Almost broke uh, the Tony Gonzalez record, right? Um, Yeah. And then I think he broke – I think he broke the single season tight end touchdown record, if I'm not mistaken. But he didn't break the. I think he did break Gronk's, yeah. Um, yard record. He was like only a couple yards off, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Um, he was amazing. He he is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, don't. He so for for me he would be he would be the player that won my league only just because not only how great he is but how consistent he was like i mm-hmm. always relied on him like always so yeah he he would be my my winner how about you yeah i well i just want to talk a little more about kelsey what was crazy is i had him yeah i was sadly i'm usually in three leagues i was only in one this year mm-hmm. um so when i got him i was ecstatic um first week for yeah. 13.7 points after that bro 20s 19s 20s, 20s, yeah. 19s. 20s, and it was – to ride this train was awesome. It was absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, I talk about um, all the time uh, – and this gives – you know, we'll discuss this later on as a future pod. 
I discuss my disgust in Devontae Adam all the time uh, because of his route running. I also feel guys like mm-hmm. uh, I love DeAndre Hopkins, but I feel like as yeah. a, he's kind of the ball should come to me. I shouldn't have to go to the ball. Travis Kelsey is has that old school mentality. And I hate to say that like, oh, it's like better than the old days. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. I mean this hard nose, like I'm going to get the ball. That's my ball. I'm going to go get it and I'm going to do whatever I can. And I like it because he catches the ball and he points right at Mahomes, And he's like, yeah, I, I fucking got you, bro. So I, I, I do have to agree with you. Um, Tyree kill. I had Travis Kelsey and Tyree kill. I don't know how my family. Wow, incredible that. combo. I don't know. How my, that was my yeah, first. That was my one pick. Travis Kelsey and uh, Derrick Henry. And then the third round, I took Tyreek Hill because nobody ever takes Tyreek Hill in the top two. I don't understand why. Um, so for me, I have to say my winners, <laughs> my winner of the season was the okay. Steelers going undefeated. Let me hear the Steelers making it to about week 12 undefeated. Met one. Yeah, the Chiefs had to win. They had to win. They yeah, had to play. They could not lose any day. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. They needed that one seed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They definitely needed the one seed. They didn't want to lose it. Travis Kelsey and PPR standard, uh, PPR league for ESPN finished number one, uh, and then Tyreek Hill in PPR finished two. So we talked about those crazy stretch of games. Look at this crazy stretch of games, 11 to 16. Mind you, I had to win five games in a row to make it to the playoffs. This is what – so apart from those numbers I gave you for, for Kelsey, this is what Hill gave me those weeks. Week 11, 27. Week 12, 57. Week 13 against Denver, 14 points. Week 14, 25. Week 15, 17. And then week 16, 10. He, I think – uh, they said he was doing a little more with the hamstring. But I, the yeah. fact that the Steelers did this only meant that the Chiefs had to keep it going. And for me, they had I, to keep I, going, yeah. Yeah, I started off the season 0 5. I was losing. Uh, my wow. dad was talking oh, a lot of man. shit. <laughs> yeah, my dad was talking a lot of shit because uh, he had Christian McCaffrey who went out. And then <laughs> they're just talking a lot Ouch. of shit because he took Ouch. he took Alvin Kamara in front of me. He talked a lot of shit. IBM Watson picked my dad to win the league, and uh, I, I I had I had other plans. So the last five weeks of like the season, I had a goal perfect, and because of those two players mm-hmm. having to outwit the Steelers as a whole, I was able to do that. So my winner of the year is the Steelers going undefeated. And then hopefully eventually losing in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good pick. Yeah, I really like that because I think you're right. And I think there's times during the year they got bored. And, you know, you have Mahomes. You can kind of, you know, take your foot off the gas a little bit sometimes. And sometimes they, you know, they almost lost to the Raiders again. So you just started slinging the ball around. And, hey, I mean, it works for you. Good for you. I mean, me too. Hey, I had Kelsey. Yeah, I I definitely think um, you know when you when you when you get further along in fantasy playoffs, I think one thing that people have this misconception of. See, I knew Hill and Kelsey would sit, but what I didn't mm-hmm. take into account 
was the fact that they would still have meaningful games from weeks 14, 15, and 16. 14, 15, and 16 were very meaningful games for the Chiefs to clinch it, to lock down the one seed. You don't want to go play in Heinz Field where it's cold as shit, although I'm sure Kansas City ain't much cold, ain't much uh, warmer, oh, yeah. you say, know. Kansas uh, but, is pretty damn cold, yeah. But I, I think it was an absolute godsend for someone like me, someone like you, who, you know, I, I don't think people understand. Oh, I got, I got three, I got three players with a bye on the same week. Are they good? Yeah. Who cares? Let them sit. Let them play. The who cares? You if you're if you're playing the league right. You're not preparing for weeks four through six. You're preparing for weeks 11, yeah. 15. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure you, yeah. along with me, we were rubbing our hands saying, oh, Kelsey going to keep playing, baby. Kelsey going to keep. He's in yeah, the game. You, <laughs> you, you never had to worry that, oh, my God, I need a backup tight end or I've got to switch him out. I've got to look at the waiver. You just never have to worry with them, ever. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. I I definitely would agree with you there. All right, cool. So, uh, two winners of the year. Uh, I'm I'm gonna throw Tyree Kill in there too. That the the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I definitely of agree Hill with and that. Kelsey and uh, the Steelers who uh, <laughs> who who sprinted in the beginning only to fall apart at the end. In the junction, trying to get through. On my way home, hope I don't find you. And I'm white like fucking Caillou. What it is, what it do. I've been trying to make moves till I make profits. Put a little money in my pockets, yeah. If I don't believe in myself, then I can't do nada, yeah. Everybody dies young. Everyone dies solo. Everything sucks. What do you got in this losers category, Rob? Um, it, was, it becomes a little redundant because of his production at the end of the year, but I think it's because they played bad teams. But I drafted in the guys' league, in my friends' league, I drafted Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown from the Ravens. And weeks 1 through 11, god-awful. I dropped him week 10. I was holding on. I At some point, I think I even had picked up Chase Claypool, and I was starting him. And I had Marquise Brown on the bench, and I could have dropped him, but I just couldn't because I'm like, he's Lamar is going to figure it out at some point. They're going to start throwing the ball, and it just never did. It wasn't until that crazy Browns Monday night game that finally starts scoring some touchdowns. But again, they started playing bad teams, and by that point, it's the Giants, the Browns, Jacksonville, and I was already out of the playoffs at that point, so it meant nothing for me, and I don't think I drafted him very high, um, but it was still, a, to me, I thought it was a steal. I was like, high-powered offense, Lamar Jackson coming off an incredible season. Like, this is it. Marquise Brown, great pick. Yeah, big play. Awful. Threat. Awful. Yeah, it, it was – he had, through weeks one through 11, he had two touchdowns. Yeah, and this That's standard – He only had one – he only had – yeah, and that's standard. And he only had one hundred yard game, and that was week one, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost hit it in week. Now, three. like I said, he did pick it up. Yeah, he did pick it up. Twelve through sixteen, seventeen, week seventeen. But by that point, I was struggling, and I also had better receivers. I had Hopkins, 
Keenan Allen was getting the ball from Herbert. I had Claypool. It's like I had better receivers. Why am I going to risk it with Marquise Brown? So, and yeah, that that was a big disappointment to me. Yeah, and I think to um, the the Ravens, just a big disappointment this year. Um, yeah. You know, it's yeah. I, I. You guys are going to hear us on this podcast. We can't help it. We love Bill Simmons. We're going to quote him a bit. He is he is my when I say everybody's talking about that's who I'm talking about. Well, everyone's talking about how how <laughs> Lamar you know, it just looked like shit this year. But, you know, one thing that I think we have to remember is this word, campaign. When we talk about a running back like Derrick Henry, we say, oh, he's going, he's, he had an amazing campaign last year as the rushing leader. He took the rushing title last year in a phenomenal campaign. Well, guess what, bro? Lamar Jackson had an amazing campaign last year. And yeah. he is, he's like a running back. Not in the fact that he can only run the ball, but I'm talking about the the exhaustion that you place on your body as as a lineman. When I played ball, uh, I mean, granted, I only played in high school. I played for a good program, but only in high school. I had a lot of respect for running backs and linebackers because they hit with us. Running backs would hit with line, and linebackers would hit with linemen, and wide receivers and quarterbacks wouldn't. So I had a lot of respect for running backs. And when I see a, a running quarterback like him, somebody who used his body, I, I can't help but think what that does on him, you know? I, I think that Lamar Jackson next year will put up an MVP race. He needed a year to let his body heal from everything that he did, from all those amazing dives and you know, bursts of energy. It is a shock. I, I don't know if people understand what a shock it is on your body to get hit. And the fact is, mm -hmm. he took more hits than most quarterbacks last year than they do in three years. So I, I just, um, yes, I feel like the like uh, uh, especially somebody like like uh, Marquise Brown, right? Uh, it just completely had such a hard time with it. I do I, – I could say and maybe move that to say that I think Ravens – the Ravens were just losers this year. You couldn't pick anyone from their team. I, I'm going to counter – I'm going to counter to what you said. Okay. I don't think the Ravens are going to – I don't think he's going to put up an MVP season. I don't because you know why? I think it's kind of like what happened to the Rams after they, they made it to the Super Bowl. Teams figured it out. Mm. They figured out the offense. Mm. I mean, looking back at their schedule, I mean – they did play some good defenses, but they had a fairly easy schedule. They beat, they smashed the Browns, beat the Texans, beat Washington, who has no offense, beat the Bengals again, beat the Eagles. They lost to the Patriots. They Ooh, lost to the one. Titans, who have no defense. They beat the Cowboys, beat the Jags, beat the Giants, beat the Bengals again. Like, the only – I'm trying to see what playoff teams they beat. I guess, okay, they beat the Browns and the Colts. Did they beat Kansas City? The Steelers. City? No. No, they didn't beat Kansas City. They beat, they beat the Steelers. But, you no, know, the, the I, Steelers were having the, a by then. I, I think that they are a good, bad team. They are a team that beats up on the bad teams and – 
gives everyone this impression that we are a really good team. When you, if you really look at it, it's like, well, are you though? Are you? Because when we look back at it, kind of doesn't really show that. So that's just my counter to that. But yeah, I mean, going back to my original point, I think the offense just got figured out. And I think you could see frustration on players like Marquise Brown, where I think at one point he was even tweeting out that he was frustrated because it's like this offense that everyone was praising last year figured out they were still doing the same thing. You weren't getting your outside guys the ball. And I think because of that, you know, obviously it, they, I mean, they barely made it into the playoffs, but also mm-hmm. showed in fantasy too. He Which, did nothing. Lamar you, too even didn't. Okay. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it's hard to replicate MVP seasons, but I mean, Lamar, even I had him in the league that I won such an up and down year with him in fantasy, like such an up and down year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do agree with you. Though. I think, I think you could say the Ravens as a whole, any Ravens player on offense. Yeah. I was right about to ask if, if you wanted to expand that to, to the Ravens as well. I, I, I think that it's about time they draft a defensive player. They have posted, yeah. I, you know, when, when the Ravens came into the league, I, I, I've told you this story before. I didn't know that that draft I was watching them draft my favorite players was their first year. They ended up being a team that I have a lot of affinity for. Um, and I'll, I am a Ram fan, you know, uh, but I, I, mm-hmm. I can't help but be critical now as I'm looking at them as the organization. You know, at some point you're going to have to draft defensive players again. You know, they haven't drafted yeah. a lineman in a while, offensive or defensive. The last memorable lineman we remember them drafting was Jonathan Ogden. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did they, yeah. they drafted Terrell Suggs, right? It's like, that's the last guy. They did, ever, yeah. That's the last, uh, you know, defensive lineman that they've had that I, that I, or lineman that I could literally look at and be like, whoa, look at that lineman that they got. Because I, I, I think people get so, I think fans get mixed up. You know, they show up the draft and the, the third team takes a lineman and everyone's like, what? We didn't take a running back from from uh, Florida? Mm-hmm. We didn't take the Notre Dame quarterback? No. We took a lineman from Iowa. And guess what? This tackle is going to start for 10 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they, 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 don't, don't, they don't get it. Yeah. They haven't gotten they, They're a run first team. I was very happy to get Mark Ingram this year. No line to run behind. Um, so Ravens losers of 2020. Um, mine's a little different. I, I, I have two big losers. Um, first one I'm just going to come with is Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler, loser. Oh, yeah. yeah loser. I'm sorry. I drafted That's a tough one. fourth. I drafted fourth. He's a PPR god. Um, if Absolutely, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you just look at him, uh, straight up PPR. I, I mean, granted, I was in the game of my life this weekend and he gets a concussion doesn't return to the game from week okay so starting of the season nine points 18 points 20 or 30 points so he does a 9 18 30 doubles his points almost every week catching all these receptions in the beginning of the year they tried letting him run the ball weeks 12 to 17 23 10 22 11 15 16 the 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 he doesn't have a game where he has less than three catches at the end of the season. Like he was absolutely awesome. And he was the biggest loser. I, I sat on him for, I mean, for Christ's sake, how many weeks did I sit on this guy? 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I sat on him for seven and a half weeks, maybe eight if you count the end of the playoffs. Um, Austin Eckler, you are without a doubt my loser this year. <laughs> um, but this goes to a big thing. I agree with everything you said. Yeah, th- but le- let, me, let me point this out. This goes to a bigger thing, I think. Are RB2s the loser this year? Like, if you look at it, if you look That's at the – interesting question. If you look at the top running backs, you got Derrick Henry, you got Dalvin Cook, you have Alvin Kamara, if we're just taking those top three, right? And then Aaron Jones. Uh, where's the two? Where's the RB2? I – you know, I look at the Rams. I'm – Oh, yeah, go, 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 mm-hmm. go. No, I, I was just going to say, I, I – I actually agree with you thinking about it because in my friend's league, I had Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. and the beginning of the season, even then I was having questions about my RB two. I remember I had drafted Devin Singletary from the bills. Um, I had Marlon Mack, which tore his ACL. And two players we thought were going to be great. Two players we thought were going to be very good this year. Yeah. Yeah, but even then I was still a little, you know, a little skeptical. Um, and then once Mac went down, I was like, okay, I'll start using Singletary. Didn't really do much. And then I had James White and the Patriots have no offense anymore. Um, and then it wasn't until about week 12, no, week 13, I picked up McKissick from the Washington football team. And I mean, even then, he he only gave me, and this isn't standard. He only gave me ten point six two seven seven. God, I like, hate standard league. I hate it, standard it such, scoring. <laughs> it was such it was such a crapshoot just trying to figure out RB twos. And even in my other league, and I, in one of the other leagues I was in, I had Chris Carson and King and Drake. Like that was a crapshoot in the league that I won. I had. Chris Carson again, and I had Ezekiel Elliott. And what the hell, you know, what the heck happened to him? And then my only solid one, actually, who turned out to be solid was Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was actually, to me, more worth it than Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had... Like, I I agree. I, I agree. I think if you, looking on it towards next year, You've got to be very lucky. Like, if you can get two solid guys, two solid running backs, that could probably carry your team. But I just don't think – I think it's incredibly hard to have that. Like, you've got to be really lucky and get a steal. Like, you got to get, like, Jonathan Taylor from the Colts or something like that, you know, someone that is like, oh, there's some buzz about this guy, but he's not a high draft pick. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely agree. I agree with you. Yeah, speaking of guys like that, I mean, look, look, I want to point out two teams, the Rams and the Dolphins. Rams uh, committee, mm-hmm. Dolphins committee. Uh, going into the league, Rams said uh, Akers was their guy. Didn't, didn't start for like three weeks. Going into the season, Dolphins, yep. Miles Gaskins, our guy. I think he gets hurt week one, doesn't come back for a while. And then we just get this committee, Rams. You go through Malcolm Brown. Um, Daryl Henderson, and then you go uh, Cam Akers. And then on the Dolphins, you have Samir Ahmed, you have Miles Gaskin, 
And then you have some other guy, I can't even remember his name, Bowden or something like that, who came in and got like yeah. points. He was crazy electric for one week. And we never see him again. I, I, I think that, you know, I hear from a lot of analysts that, oh, the running back position, it's just easy to go pick one. I think to a, a degree, yes, because a lot of those guys play well enough in college that they set some record and then they come into the NFL and they're a third string, second string running back, or they're on a practice squad somewhere. Everyone in the NFL who's a running back has set some record somewhere for something. They're fa- they're amazing. It's the greatest collection yeah. of football talent, right? And they only get better. But a healthy, solid running back, I, that's all you could bank on this year for fantasy. The RB2s were atrocious. Um, I'll talk about yeah. in my pan out player of the year. Uh, the only RB2 that panned out and then he gave out gas at the end of the year was Mike Davis. You know, I, I, yeah, you know, even guys like JK Dobbins, uh, where was he? I was so stoked to get Brandon Ingram this, I mean, to get Mark Ingram this year. Didn't do, I thought for sure a fantastic flex, maybe RB2. Didn't do shit. I dropped him in two weeks. Um, so yeah, That's how I, I felt I, about Marlon Mack. The fact that Marlon Mack dropped to me, I was like, did no one watch this guy last year? Like, he's really good. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be my guy. Week one, hurt. That's yeah. it. Lost, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. lost my guy. I had to go a committee for the rest of the year. Yeah, we like that's, I think that's what ended up happening with a lot of fantasy football owners is realizing that this year was a committee for even fantasy owners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was even hard rocking Derrick Henry all year. I, I had games where, it's like, oh, he had a historic game. Oh, that only gave me seven points. <laughs> I only got seven points <laughs> from this historic game. You know, what I mean? like it was, it, it was, yeah, it was very tough. Running backs are really tough, but I wouldn't say running backs were the losers. I would say RB twos. RB twos for me are my twenty twenty um, losers. Yeah. So so ridiculous. So crazy. I think you pick. could. I think you could make a case for running backs, though, because I mean, McCaffrey got hurt. Oh. Outside of outside of Camara, Henry, Cook, I mean, who who else really carried the position this year? I would say, say them, them too. I'd say Dalvin Cook also. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. I forgot about him. Dalvin yeah. Cook. But I mean, you think of it, this is wasn't really anyone yeah. else to really carry the running back position. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe Robinson got hurt Jacksonville, too. but he was a rookie. Yeah. Saquon yeah. got hurt. Yeah. Yes. Sa- Saquon got hurt. Man. That and was Hunt sucked. are good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Chubb got hurt. Chubb and Hunt are good, but I think they, they <laughs> Chubb got hurt. And then <laughs> having them both, you they kind of handicap each other. Where mm-hmm. you've got to hope that they both pop off. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I saw I, – I had a – I had a couple of people I knew who played uh, Chubb as the start, um, Hunt as the flex, and uh, okay. it was that nice. A couple games it was it was very. You had to pick and choose because you know obviously Chubb was hurt, um, but Hunt had some really nice games in there too. But uh, other than that, I mean, like if he was in PPR for you, he did well. But not everyone's mm-hmm. in it. You know, it was, it was just a really rough year. You know, I, I like that. I like what you're saying. I like I like because we we running backs lost as well because. I'll tell you this much, and we'll get into it in the T later. Um, I was very sad that Christian McCaffrey went out. I I am a huge fan of his. 
I'm also a very big fan of Saquon. And um, to see them go out was, was, as a football fan and as a true fan of the running back position, um, it was very sad, dude. It was a bummer. It was just a bummer. Just myself to lie, just myself and get cracking. I could never plan this shit. It just happens. All my eggs in one basket. I could not carry the weight of my burden for long, so I hurled it right into the sun. I couldn't handle the heaviness. I had to pack it and run. Spend all of my funds on something I don't even want. Can't do enough. Thunder comes after the punch. I need to chill. All of my homies are backing me still But I need to save till I'm stacking the mill Back in the lab, use my mind as a weapon to kill Sever my ego, murder my greed Rescue humility, please I need to breathe All of this pressure is killing me Peace Um, we're gonna move on to this next one This was one that, uh, I, I said this to my dad earlier And he actually was like, he had like two players that were like Real big ones for him So I, I, I think this is one we might actually spend a little bit of time on um, pan out player of the year. This is a good one. These are these are those guys that pan out. Hey, I I sit them and quit them, bro. I, that this guy panned out for me. May not have been the the highest draft pick. He may have just fallen into your lap. Um, but regardless, they panned out. Uh, so Ronnie, hit me with it. Was who was your plan out player of the year? Uh, I'm gonna give you two. Mm -hmm. Um. Both of them in the league that I I did lose in. I did make the playoffs, but I did I did lose. But they were incredibly consistent. Um, this is in my friend's league. Uh, I drafted George Kittle as my uh, tight end one. Okay. Um, got hurt, but off of wires, I picked up TJ Hawkinson and ended up being incredibly consistent. Ended up in – at least in standard, he ended up fifth-ranked tight end. Average is six and a half points, which for a tight end, I mean, it's not bad. It's an incredibly hard position to actually find solid fantasy guys in. He was and drafted by the Lions was, in the first round. That's in the, the first kind of round. tight end we're talking about. In the he first was round. The Lions in the first round. Yeah, and he really panned out. And I surprisingly, like looking back on it, I actually watched quite a few Lions games. He is really good. That dude's got some hands on him. He can make some really good catches, and I think that there is a reason why Stafford kept going towards him as like a safety blanket. It's just he knew he was gonna get he knew he was gonna get the ball. So he he was my my one. Um, my second one would actually be T. Higgins, the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, picked him up off off of waivers about week four. After I saw he had 16 points against Philadelphia, so I'm like, okay, Joe Burrow, they're going to be losing a lot, throwing the ball. Boy, was I right. Average of over seven and a half points, ended up the 22nd ranked wide receiver. Incredible. Week six, 12 points, 125 yards. Week seven, 13 points, 71 yards and a touchdown. Week 10, 115 yards and a touchdown. Week 12, 44 yards and a touchdown. Week 16, even after Joe Burrow went down, 99 yards and a touchdown. Incredibly solid guy. Anytime any one of my receivers had a buy, put in Higgins. If I knew Roethlisberger, because I use Claypool as my flex a lot. If I knew Roethlisberger was going to play a tough defense, subbed out Claypool, put in Higgins, because I knew he was going to at least get me five or six points, and he did just that. So 
number one for me would be Hawkinson. Number two, T. Higgins. Yeah, uh, my sister uh, Leah had Higgins in our league this year. Uh, won a couple games with him. Leah finished yeah. off in the league. Um, Higgins, Higgins in PPR definitely helped her out on that. Um, Hawkinson, you know my my aunt drafted first. She took Saquon. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember she took Saquon, and I'm like, damn, that's a good team. She kept drafting, having good picks. And around, like, the eighth or ninth pick, she took Hawkinson. And I even told her, when we came to tight ends, somebody took Jimmy Graham over him. And I was like, uh, no. you know, they were just like, oh, yeah, Jimmy Graham was real good with the Saints. I'm like, uh. It was like yeah. six, years, six seen seven him. years ago. Yeah, yeah you should have seen him on the, like, four other teams he's been on. It, it's been atrocious. Um, and he had a better year this year, but Hawkinson was great. He, he fantastic route runner, good blocker, mm-hmm. big frame. Um, he was taken first round by the Lions, and when our people being excited about that, it was as if it was like they drafted. It was so funny seeing a tight end go in the first round of an NFL draft. It was as if. Um, it was like they drafted Dirk Nowitzki or something. It was like some like yeah. tall European player almost that like, like, like oh, this who's big, this? Who's yeah, this guy? <laughs> this big white dude. Like what's he do? Like you know, like like it's it's it, it was awesome. Um, I had him his rookie year um, as a backup tight end. I played him in one week, and he brought me like eleven points, twelve points. Um, he's definitely gotten better, and uh, I think that's a fantastic pan out. Uh, those those two are some solid players. I think Higgins, especially next year, if Cincinnati could draft well on that defensive side of the ball, I think a really strong safety, um, maybe a, a corner with a chip on his shoulder uh, in the second round, something like that to really, really get that defense electric too, you know? Because the offense has flashes. The offense does, but I would, I would definitely say second round defense because first round they need offensive line like mm-hmm. more than probably any other team. Cause that Joe Burrow is going to get his head taken off if they don't draft an O-line. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was, he was getting tossed around. Maybe we, uh, maybe the Rams could use some of those linemen and get Goff hurt for the season. Um, my, my pan out player of the year. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot uh, an honorable mention over to Mike Davis. Mike Davis is great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, held it That's held it one. down when Christian McCaffrey was out. He even had a thirty point game that people were pissed off about. Um, that was my dad's handcuff, and I picked him up just to piss him off. And he ended up being my RB two the entire season that Eckler was out. I complain about RB twos. The man put up ten to thirteen points a week, and I was ecstatic. Um, but I will say my real pan out um, coming from the Panthers, Robbie Anderson, dude. Robbie oh yeah. Anderson, was wasting away in New York, um, playing for the Jets. He averaged uh, – he comes over to Carolina uh, with Teddy Two Gloves, you know. He's averaging 13.5 points. He finished off ranked 16th in the position. Um, I always like to look at this. He boomed twice. He boomed twice on me, bro. Uh, <laughs> so, so look at these. This is crazy, bro. Week one. 25 points, right? From weeks one all the way to seven, over 10 points every game. 
We get to week eight, nine points. We get week ten's a six, but week nine is a fifteen against Kansas City. From weeks eleven all the way down to the uh, to the end, actually to fourteen. Again, over eleven points on every game. He has a nineteen point game against Minnesota. Fantastic. Uh, he had two shit the bed games. Uh, three if you count um, Tampa Bay's. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Green Bay, and New Orleans all kept him uh, seven points and under. But other than that, 10 to 11, 17, 19, 13. Dude, this guy panned out. I created this award just to talk about him. He 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 was awesome, man. And uh, it's funny seeing him out there in his slender frame, um, grabbing possession of the ball, good speed, great route runner. It, it was nice to see him in a system that appreciated him, and you were able to still see it when they switched quarterbacks. This man continued to catch the ball. Not a lot of touchdowns, only three touchdowns on the year, but a lot of receptions. And in PPR, that's what you want, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually one up you, and I'm gonna say the entire Carolina receiving core oh. because you're right, Robbie Anderson. We had an incredible year, ranked 15th in ESPN. DJ Moore, ranked 23rd. Oh, yes. Yes. Curtis Samuel, ranked 26th. Like, for some reason, every single Carolina receiver had an incredible year. Every single one of them. And like you said, when Teddy got hurt and they put in the XFL quarterback, P.J. Walker, for some reason, still catching everything that was thrown at them. I think the whole receiving core was incredible. I mean, they were down in a lot of games. I think they lost the most one-score games out of any team this year. Wow. But, I mean, you can see why they were so close. They do have a great offense. I think they do. You got yes, McCaffrey and those receivers. If you, can, if you can figure it out, I think they'll be a good team. And it shows. Look at they, look at the, the skill guys, the receivers they have. Mm. All of them put up numbers. It's like, okay, Robbie Anderson, you know, doesn't have a lot of touchdowns, but you just give him to DJ Moore. He's got four. Or it's like, oh, like, let's go over to Curtis Samuel. It's like, he's got three. Like, it was insane. So, I, I would say the entire Carolina receiving core. Because, I mean, even both Anderson and Moore were over 1,000 yards reception. Samuel was not far behind. He was at 850. Yeah, Mike Davis, Mike Davis ended the year off in ESPN ranking as running back 10. So even without Christian McCaffrey, yeah. their running back was a top 10 running back. I, I, you know, they, I think next year, they are going to be probably one of the more dangerous teams because you allowed a very good team to have a rough season. And guess what? They have a high draft pick now. And they could get someone very good in they this do. next draft. They could get a defensive threat. They could get another offensive line. They they could real. I mean, imagine if they had a tight end. Imagine if they had like a hot, uh, yeah. like like a you know some type of Kittle, you know, uh, running out there running routes for Teddy, uh, blocking for McCaffrey. That's when you get a tight end, you're not just getting a wide receiver, you're getting a lineman. So I I I think that team is going to be very good next year. I, I didn't. You know, you said 20 and like 22 and 26 for their uh, season ending. That is very misleading. That is very misleading because those guys mm-hmm. were very good. They were very good this season. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say, though, 
another pan out player this year for me. Yo, I hate the Chargers, but how about Herbert, bro? How about this kid, bro? This kid, yeah. kid did wonders for me. Justin Herbert did absolute wonders for me in his rookie season, bro. Averaged 25.5 points a game, finished position ranking at nine. Uh, my numbers for me are a little higher because in our league, touchdowns for a quarterback are six, um, which is the way they should be. Any of you next-gen analytic assholes who say it's easier to throw a fucking touchdown than it is to catch or run a touchdown, I get what you're saying, but you've never thrown a fucking ball in your life. So, um, And that's coming <laughs> from a lineman. You know what I'm saying? I fucking hate quarterbacks. Um, this this guy had a tear, man. He, he had one... He had one game, which was shit. New England, he put up four points. Hey, you know, I, I'll just say it was snowing. Fuck it. Why not? Prime time, <laughs> prime time again. Prime time Thursday night, short week against. Yeah. At the time, they had they had Gilmore. They had their full defense. So I'm just gonna good. say it was snowing. I don't care. It wasn't snowing. Yeah. But I'll just it say it was in L.A. Every once in a while. That every one time. Oh man, it wasn't in New England. Fuck it, I'll say it was in New England. <laughs> yeah, it was in New England. It was snowing. <laughs> but uh Herbert Herbert was Herbert was great. Uh needs to be the offensive uh rookie of the year. Um he he played very well. And the thought that we almost didn't have this season from him, if the doctor didn't stab Yeah, if the doctor didn't <laughs> try to kill Tyrod Taylor. If the, the doctor wasn't trying to take out Tyrod Taylor to get Justin Herbert starting for his fantasy league, we might have never even had the season. Or if know? Anthony Lynn hadn't been an idiot like he was and saying that Taylor was going to start no matter what. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we're, we'll, I need to do some more research. Uh, we're we're going to talk this head coach shit in the NFL because there was a slew of firings today. A absolute slew. We'll, we'll we'll figure out when yeah. we do that one. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, pan out player of the years for me, man. Robbie Anderson, Mike Day, uh, Herbert, and then you had um, who else did you have on there? Uh, Higgins. I had and, uh, uh, Hawkinson and Higgins. Yeah, Hawkinson and Higgins. Fantastic uh, pan out players, man. These guys. Um, well, they really did it all. For yeah, I think those were all really good picks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think those were all really solid guys. Off the vibration, gotta keep my pupils dilated. My emotions get beyond me. Beyond me, beyond me. Yeah, yeah. My dosing off the vibration, gotta keep my pupils dilated. My emotions go beyond me. We're both gonna have. I'm gonna time us this because I don't want. I, I I don't want us to go crazy because I know we can. Um, League T. Pat for T. 
We're gonna okay. we're gonna talk a little bit of drama uh, in our fantasy football leagues. Um, we're each gonna have about five minutes uh, to get it off our chest. Um, if there's people you need to slander by name, by all means. Um, <laughs> I uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you start on this. Surprisingly, nothing. So I'm in three leagues. One of them, the one that I won was a higher stakes league. I didn't know most of the people. So that one, um, my uncle fronted the money for me because it was a $200 buy-in. So he offered because it was for his daughter's, uh, my cousin's soccer team there. It's kind of like a fundraiser. Oh, cool. So, so he, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know any of these people and he doesn't know football. So he hit me up and he was like, Hey, I want to enter this league. Will you play for me? So I don't know any of these people. So there's an asshole dad here who insists that he's going to win. So I need you to play. (laughs) There was no communication. The only communication between players was trades being sent back and forth. So very drama free. That was nice. Other league, nothing really crazy happened, but in the friends league, I just, it's a little – it's infuriating. To me. I was just going to say a little frustrating, but no, it's actually infuriating because I, I I play the waiver wire a lot, as, you know, I think a lot of people should. You mm-hmm. pick up a lot of great players that way. That's how I got the last two guys I just talked about. But it is frustrating when I'm trying to better my team or what I'm making is that I believe to be a fair trade when zero trades are done throughout the entire league, all season, no, nothing, no communication. If you try to send one, someone gave me the excuse, oh, I got burned on a trade three years ago, so I just don't make trades anymore. Yeah. And it's infuriating because it's like – and then, you know, when a trade – there was, I think, two trades that happened all year. One of them was fine. It was like – I think it was like Lamar Jackson for like a solid running back. She's like, okay, cool. No worries. He already had a quarterback. It was frustrating when then these two guys all of a sudden agree on a trade where it's clearly lopsided and then it automatically gets approved by the commissioner. Is this the alpha trade? Is this the alpha fill trade? So you guys don't know. um, This was a league that was started by my brother, Paul and his buddies. I'm no longer part of this league because it plays for money. I don't play for money. I play for pride and for trophies. In our case, a ceramic pig. Um, yeah, this league is made of guys who have been friends since high school. Ronnie's one of the newer guys in there. But Ronnie's been around now, I mean, for what now, like six Four years now, Ronnie? Years. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's been he's around like for a minute. Now, yeah. So, so you know, Ronnie Ronnie has since joined this league and uh, has now having to deal with the collusion. Yeah, and it's just – Trade gets made instantly, approved instantly. None of us get a chance to vote on it. And here I am trying to at least make some fair offers and, you know, make the league more interesting. I love trade. I think a good trade benefits not only your teams, but the entire league. It shakes things up. Mm -hmm. If you're with the same team that you drafted 12 weeks ago, it's no fun. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like it adds a little bit of spice to the league. And then when no trades are being made and then all of a sudden one happens that it is so upsetting and that, yeah, it's just, it's just frustrating to me. It's just, I don't understand 
the problem is I'm still going to be in the league next year. So, yeah, just got to live and learn. I I think that's the thing is that um, so I'll, I'll break down this trade because I I really hope that if somebody is getting into playing fantasy football that that you understand what a trade does. So, you know, I was, for me, the person I wanted to take down was my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a little into my tea right now, but uh, fuck it. Yeah, this, dude, this, go for it. This is how it goes, right? Um, yeah. But I wanted to take down my dad. That was the only person who I had a target on his back because he was talking mm-hmm. to me. And he took Alvin Kamara. He literally looked at me and said, Alvin Kamara. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, he had Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. But two of my favorite players in the league couldn't watch him. Couldn't stomach it. Um, what I was trying to do is in week seven, I had a really big matchup. Um, it was actually the week. What week did um, Kansas City have their bye? Let me let me pull that up real quick because I want, I want to make sure I have the week right. It was uh, week 10. Week 10, Kansas City had their bye. Um, and Tyree Kill at this point, I, I thank God I pulled up his numbers because it's actually – who I tried to trade away. Tyreek Hill at this point, um, 15, 20, 20, 16, 17. He had a five-point game, a 17, a 25. He had a 32-point game. And I thought, you know what? Perfect timing. I have two Chiefs. Yeah. I need to get rid of one. Um, I, I, I'm going to play my dad in week 10. Um, I think in week eight, I offered this trade up to my uncle. Um, I offered him Ryan Tannehill. And Travis Kelsey, no Ryan Tannehill and uh, Tyree Kill for um, DK Metcalf. And the reason why I did that at the time, Metcalf was number one, Tyree Kill was number two. Tyree Kill was coming off a string of hard games; was about to play a couple of easy games. DK Metcalf was. Having a string of easy games is about to play a string of hard games. I thought this was a good trade. I threw Tannehill in there. It's a little spice on top. It's a little spice on top. I even proposed two trades, one with Lamar Jackson in there so he could free up a space on his bench and actually have the quarterback. And that way that quarterback doesn't go onto the waiver wire. I knew he had to drop somebody. He wasn't going to carry three quarterbacks because the quarterback was better. Yeah. Um, and then that way he'd have Tannehill had a better seat, you know, Good, solid season, and then you'd have Hill. I, yeah. I thought this was a, a fair top-tier trade, um, especially given that one didn't have Lamar in the deal. It just had it just had those two for DK. And my uncle insisted that I was trying to screw him, that I was trying to get the better of him. And Metcalf finished off the year not as well as Tyreek Hill. I, yeah. I, you, I had, I had, trust me, I know, I had Russell Wilson as my quarterback. Yeah, and I that actually I, I I am crazy. I hope people understand this when they listen to this. I am fucking insane. I I sat down and did the numbers for if I if that trade went through. If that trade goes through, check this out. This this is crazy, bro. If that trade goes through, my uncle who is sitting at three and ten, if this trade had gone through would have been seven and six. He would have been seven. What did he? He ended off three and ten. What did he finish as? 
He finished oh, off. Oh my god! Ninth. Holy crap! I finished off fourth. Mind you, seven and six is tied for fifth place. He he could have been tied for fifth with more points, with a chance yeah. to make the playoffs. Uh, he could have at least made his season a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 because we think we don't want to get screwed, like somebody offers you a trade, they think. Oh, you know more than me. I don't want to get screwed over. Dude, yeah, I know more than you. So believe me when I say this is actually a fair trade. You know, the idea of of like, oh, I'll give you a kicker for my running back, for your running back. Well, you shouldn't be dumb enough to take that. But I'm sorry, when it's when it's a top wide receiver prospect like this, I put in the message straight up. I'm playing my dad. I need a wide receiver one for this week, so I have a chance to beat him. Straight up. I said, I don't want to give you Tyreek Hill. I even threw another message saying, I'll give you Kelsey if you want him. I just need Metcalf right now. Didn't want to take it. So, yeah. So that's a little bit of it. Um, in my league. I think that's, that's part of the. What? No, I was just going to say, I think that's part of the frustrating part too, where, I mean, at the end of the day, like we're putting guys into a lineup. Like we, it's a lot of it's luck. So when 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 people are getting upset and it's like you're trying to screw me, this trade isn't good for me. It's like, look, I could be wrong. This trade could blow up in my face. I'm sa- I'm the one sending the trade to you, but guess what? I end up getting screwed, and you come out the winner. None of us know. We uh-huh. do our best guess. We do our best guess. So, just, I don't know. I guess you know, just some people aren't willing to take that chance. Yeah. Well, you know what it is too is, and I don't think people understand this in that instance you know my uncle and I were both in the bottom of the league I believe I was in last place he was in second to last I even told him I said hey man I I just don't think our players are popping off at the right time I think we need a mix up you know like Mm -hmm. I, I, I I really thought that it would benefit both of us and yeah I was in a moment of desperation because that's where I like. I don't think people get that when I offer someone else a trade, that's because I'm desperate. I I there is no one else. I have been looking at this player on your team, and there is no one else to fill this void for me. Um, that's why I need to trade. And you're right, Ronnie. It's it is a pain in the ass when these people uh are are just they're afraid to gamble with the rest of us. Because <laughs> you're right, it is a guess. It's a guess. It's what it is, man. Yeah. Um, in my league, um, I have a family league, seven years strong. I'm a two-time champ. Uh, a little bit of a backstory. I, I started this league with my family. Um, been going for seven years. Last year, the year that <laughs> the just like the year LeBron didn't make the finals. <laughs> The last championship <laughs> was the only time I didn't make the finals. Um, I I have been in every playoff. Um, I've almost been in every Super Bowl for our league. I've missed three of them. Uh, this year I was in it, and I lost to my brother in a fantastic match. It was 261-266 after two weeks. Wow. It, it would have been a Incredibly lot worse. Close. Yeah, it would have been a lot worse, but Paul said his tight end out of respect. And truthfully, you don't want to – do a bunch of fumbles, you know? You never want to gamble. Yeah. You never want to gamble. Nope. Um, 
I can see to that. I understand that my brother won, but I just want to say I won. I won this league. And the reason why <laughs> I won this league is because from day one, IBM Watson picked my dad to be everybody in the league, including me. And my dad rubbed that in our face. He had Christian McCaffrey as a legacy pick, who's last year's champion, and he had Alvin Kamara. He was ready to go. He also had Devontae Adams, a tale for another time. He was on a terror. He was undefeated for most of the season. And when it finally came down to it, I saw in week six that I could make a run. If I made the run, I would play my dad first round. And I realized I needed to make it happen. He was weak. I saw his team was getting lower without McCaffrey. And I came in and I whooped that ass. Um, I think I beat my dad by like 100 in the playoffs. In a Incredible. Incredible. Um, week one, I had the – what was the crazy game week? Week one, I think it was Tyreek Hill's, like, 50-point game. It was, like, absolutely oh, – yeah, yeah, against the Bucks. Yeah. It was absolutely ridiculous. Actually, let me, let me pull this up. I yeah, like I, I, I beat my dad 326 to 258. Jesus. Yeah, Henry had put up a 14. It, it was a 24. Tannehill put up a 42 in the – it was absolutely crazy. I am the LeBron James in our league. Dad, you fucking suck. All right, let's move on. Uh, if, if I, this actually brings me to another uh, thing. Um, I want to talk about a utopia, Ronnie. And I've mentioned this to you before. Uh, the league, Ronnie. The real league. Now I want to lay it out for you right here. Because you're probably the only person in it that's as committed to this league as I'm going to be. Okay. I want to do a six-player keeper league. Um, I'd like us all to – I like it. Um, Six players, I think I would – I'm trying to figure out if we draft the first six or if we – because I'd like to auction the rest of the league. I'd like to draft the first six – and then auction the rest of the league. Um, I think that would be cool. I think it'd be fun. Um, And then that way, every year when we come back, it's an auction. It's not a draft. Um, I'm literally – I'm also thinking about – see, because if we – see, there's a thing. If we do an auction for our six keepers, I'm going to place money limit on it. So that way you can't have a team that's just – uh, I got Derrick Henry and so and so and so. You know what I mean? I'd like to put a money limit on it. Yeah, um, it should be like it should be like two hundred dollars or something. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Something like that. I'd hate it when it's yeah. I, I'd like to do millions, but you know, um, that gets a little crazy. Yeah, um, it makes I, it a lot easier with it, it makes it a lot easier with counting and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In that league, I'd also like to do defensive players. I'd like to do two defensive players instead oh. of a defense or okay. special teams. Um, I think that's really, really fun. Um, I think, I think so. Uh, you would essentially have everyone picking, probably, the D line and cornerbacks and safeties. Really. So I don't know if you've ever picked defensive players. Have you ever picked defensive players? I've never done defensive players. No. Linebackers and safeties. It's linebackers, not linebackers. Linebackers and safeties. Okay. Backers and safeties. Aaron Donald's probably. Okay. Guys, you get away with because the potential—it's like a big game potential kind of deal. Jean Pierre Paul, 
or Jason Pierre-Paul probably like another one. Big yeah. sack potential. Uh, Chase Claypool. I mean, not Chase Claypool. Uh, Chase Young. Chase Young is another one. Probably somebody you could probably, yeah, yeah. probably gamble a little bit on. Um, Get away yeah, with, yeah. You see a lot of linebackers like Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, guys who are aggressive in tackles, usually get an interception every once in a while. Safeties, lots of tackles. Um, Force fumbles, yeah. Yeah, I say linebackers, but I'm really talking safeties in the nickel position, right? So, like, those guys mm-hmm. that are like a safety that come and play linebacker, a lot of guys like that end up um, – being really cool and, and guys like Jalen Ramsey, you get to watch people like that. Which Jamal um, Adams, yeah. Paul Adams, you really, really. I think it's a really cool way to appreciate yeah. those players too. Um, I'd like to, so I'd like to do two defensive players. Um, I'd like us to be able to trade picks for money, not actual yeah. Cash. See, I like that. Not actual cash, but like no, our like our fake cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if we each got a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? And then like. Like, I mean, right, hey, well, I would say, I would say even, I would say even trade, like swap picks. Yeah. Like you know, say the you want you want to do the auction. Hey, if I'm the first pick, as soon as the auction's over, and you want to give me your second round and your third round for my first round, like you know, why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. But see, I would like, I'd like the money limit to stay on that player as they move. Because I want to maintain a top six player salary cap. So your six players are the only salary cap that should really mean anything. Honestly, the rest of the league, I wouldn't mind if you're able to pick up and drop whoever you want. But the top six should have the money attached to Those are locked in. Those are locked in. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Your salary cap's uh, a thousand. Hey, bro, you're at 1,200 right here. Did you trade a pick to extend your salary cap? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, we get mm-hmm. get to really fuck with it. Um, last part of this game, yeah. which I think you'll really like, buy-ins fifty dollars because the winner gets a ring. Wow. Okay. I so do like we that. We have six that is people. Pretty cool. We have six people at fifty dollars. We're at three hundred dollars a ring. It's two ten. Two hundred ten dollars gets you a really cool like Onyx ring. I think it looks dope. Onyx, hey, you know, yeah, no, that'd be pretty cool. Fantasy really cool, football champ on it, really yeah. cool black ring. You know what I'm saying? I think I think it'll look really, mm-hmm. really rad. Um, I know you said you're down. Uh, I'm down. Obviously, we got to find four more, and I hopefully am. by. Uh, I am. What did you say? Your your brother will do it. He'll do he, it. He's not down. He said he has too many leagues. He he's he has, in two. He he's in ours and yours. So I'm gonna start a league on my mom's side, and he said he'll be in that one. So oh my god, he'd be in four. <laughs> oh my god. So that's <laughs> I, on you then. That's your I fault. I can't. I can't not play multiple fantasy leagues. I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. It's not. I can't. Oh, you, yeah. I I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I um, have to the dude. Normally, you should see multiple. me during a, during a normal non-COVID year, like last year. I was in again. I was in three fantasy football leagues, and I was in two fantasy basketball leagues at the same time. Wow, wow, that's a lot. I, I I'm gonna Devin. I'm gonna have Devin come on for a convinced committee, 
and try to get me to play fantasy basketball again because he he really he really likes fantasy basketball. So I, I got to figure that out. I'm, um, I'm in a league. I mean, only I'm only in one league this year. Only, we can only one. get enough guys. Uh, yeah, for one league. It's just it's the everyday thing. I I do like that Yahoo because this one's a Yahoo league. I do like that Yahoo has this feature. If you are a forgetful person, you hit this button that essentially starts your players for you for the rest of the week. Oh. That is pretty cool if you do forget. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm a big fantasy basketball fan. Last year, I had a few teams that really popped off, like unfair teams. Well, maybe we'll try it out next year. Maybe we'll give it a whirl. I'm yeah. always down. I'm always down for for, dude. You know, I, I could always use more reasons to watch basketball. Please, uh, if you need me to get league pass, I almost did it here. So I, I, I don't need much more convincing. Um, but uh, I, dude, you don't you don't gotta convince me about anything, man. Like, yeah, I once uh, yeah, yeah. played fantasy Premier League, David. That's how <laughs> that's how degenerate I am. I played I've fantasy you, Premier League. I've guys. seen Ron, uh, guys. I have seen Ronnie pick uh, the Oscars. <laughs> so <laughs> I I believe. Yeah. I believe, yeah. um, but yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, it's really hard. Last year I was in three leagues, um, with people that I knew. Uh, and I was in two leagues online that were just random ESPN leagues. Um, I, I just like fantasy. I, I just like fantasy football. Um, and if, if I could, if I have more reasons to watch it, um, I definitely am. So we got the, the league. More, more on that, guys. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys posted once we figure that out. Once we got the, uh, the team owners and whatnot, uh, we'll, we'll actually give you guys a breakdown of that league. That's, that's going to be a good one. All right, Ronnie. Uh, we're on to our last award. This All right, award, This award I thought about um, right before we got on, and it just stuck with me. Because I actually think it's the best award I came up with, and uh, it just shows that you could think about things all you want, but it's the serendipitous that that really pops. Um, this is the Kelly Clarkson "Since You've Been Gone" award. This is a player who wow. you used to Love have, the name. who you used to have, and don't have anymore. So okay. Watch them on someone else's team, and a player that you were just jealous um, that you. Didn't have. I, I also dubbed it the Jesse's Girl Award. <laughs> uh, great, great name. Yeah, so this was, great name. So, so who gets it. the Kelly Clarkson for you, Ronnie? Or do you, do you want me to start? So you I'm gonna play? let you go. F- I'm okay, gonna let yeah. you go first, so I can think about it. Yeah. Okay. My my Kelly Clarkson Award um, for player that I missed um, was Alvin Kamara. Since you've been gone, mm. I don't win. I don't win no more. Alvin this, Kamara. This was the first year I had him. It's awesome. It's awesome. I, I will it's tell you this, though. It's an unbelievable I will, feeling. I tell everybody this, though. If you have Alvin Kamara, and this is somebody who's really followed him, you, you have to be ready. Week 14, week 13, his body, he's shutting down, bro. You just have to be careful. And I saw that happen to my dad, and you know what? I missed it. 
I missed it. I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be the guy who was frustrated that he put up like a nine point or whatever. You know what I mean? Like like some mm-hmm. random shitty game at the end of the year that I really need him. But then he comes back with like some 48-point monstrosity. I, Alvin Kamara, since you've been gone, it's 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 <laughs> just been the worst, bro. Um, as far as player that I was jealous of, as much as Derrick Henry was amazing, he wasn't my first pick. Derrick Henry was my backup because Paul drafted Dalvin Cook. And mm, I wanted that. Yeah. I, ooh, did I, ooh. I was craving Dalvin Cook. Uh, FSU grad, this guy runs like a tank. Never had the healthiest, you know, time. But but I I think I think we talk about campaign, fantastic campaigns at FSU comes to the NFL is hurt. The the Vikings double down on this guy, you know, keep working with him, and he he looked incredible this year. He looked amazing this year, and uh, it it was it sucks so much when my brother said. Dalvin Cook, I was like, you son of a bitch, because that it was. Thank God he went RB, he went in, in in the first round this year because I, that's where he belongs. He is a phenom. Uh, Dalvin Cook, you will be mine. You will be mine. All right, Ronnie, you got a Kelly Clarkson for us. So jealous of. Um... I'm going to say it's a pretty obvious answer, but I've never had him on my fantasy team. I'm also unwilling to draft him at the position at the pick that some other people do, but it's Patrick Mahomes. Oh. I I have yet to experience what it's like to have him on a fantasy team, but also like I said like I mentioned, mm-hmm. it's because I'm unwilling to go that high because I know I still have other great players out there. I think in all three leagues that I was in this year, he went in the first round. Yeah. And me personally, having played fantasy football for a while, one of you times, I'd like to think that I know at least something about it. I refuse to draft a quarterback until at least the fourth round. Hmm. Like third round would probably be my highest. And that's only if, Everyone else is already taking so I many draft that I feel I've got to jump on it. Yeah, I don't draft quarterbacks. I picked up Herbert off the waiver wire. Um, I actually started the year. I started uh, what's his name again? The kid uh, from um, the Bengals. I I played him. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Burrow first game good. of the year. First game of the year. He put up like eighteen. Herbert popped off the next game. Or I think I like I. Yeah, I. Uh, I picked a, a Herbert up in like week three. Yeah, I I don't draft quarterbacks, so I get you. He went um, like I I think I I think this year I got because Wilson was my quarterback in mm. my other two leagues that Lamar wasn't. I got in the guys league. I got Russell Wilson, and I want to say like the seventh round. Mm. He had still dropped that far, and he's always one of the top five yeah. fantasy quarterbacks. And I'm just I'm always jealous of people who have Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure it's great. But I am unwilling to draft him yeah. one first or second round. I, yeah, Paul I will, got I will Josh refuse. Allen in the seventh round, eighth round, I think. Yeah, 
And he was, again, top five quarterback. Like, it's just, again, it's a flashy pick. Everyone knows Mahomes. Everyone knows the Chiefs. So, he's always going to go high. So, maybe I'll just never have him. <laughs> maybe Lamar, I'll just well, never Lamar have Mahomes. Jackson's best year, I picked him up off the waiver wire in, like, week five. Because nobody in my family yeah. trusted a running quarterback. He was putting up numbers. I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'll just pick him up. I had no quarterback. I, it's, I, it's the flash, man. It's the yeah. flash of, of the of the the passes, the the type of offense they run. You know, the numbers he puts up is what it is. You know, you mm-hmm. can find other quarterbacks. Like I think he was even ranked second. I think Mahomes was ranked like the second. I think Rodgers was still number one, just based off oh. touchdowns. But I mean, even then, Rodgers, you would, was probably like the third or fourth quarterback yeah. drafted yeah, 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 yeah. so he was yeah he would be my most jealous um the one that i miss i know he didn't have a huge year but i just love having him on my team as cooper cup oh yeah i had him the last two years and i had him on that one year that the rams offense was number one and even last year i drafted him still was goff's go-to guy last year unbelievable this year tailed off a little bit, but Cooper Cup, man, just awesome guy. Yeah, seems like always is just in the right spots. He's a great route runner. He's fast. Like I, I love Cooper Cup. I miss having him on my team. Yeah, PPR God, uh, solid player, uh, good player, pro, cool to watch, fun to watch, yeah. fun to root for, um, and scrappy. He's just out there yeah. catching balls. He's, he's like Travis Kelsey, he just goes for it, but he goes and grabs it out the air because he knows his quarterback's throwing lame ducks. Um, yeah, uh, Cup, Cup's another one. Uh, Cup, my my cousin Arturo has had Cooper Cup every year since Cooper Cup came in the league. He takes Cooper Cup mm-hmm. every year in the, as the third or fourth round. He doesn't let him drop further. He tried drafting him first. And I'm like, you can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> like, I, it's yeah, not gonna be you fair. can't let him. Do it's that. not gonna be yeah. fair, bro. So yeah. I, I, <laughs> he's gonna, uh, you watch, he's gonna be the fuck, dude. But I, I, I can't do it. Like, <laughs> like he, he is, he's great. Um, that's a solid one to be jealous of, because that, that, that yeah. I felt that way. Who would I feel that way? That was, um, I used to feel that way about Edelman. I was never gonna pick up Julian Edelman. Always solid. But, like, I'd watch him, like, Tom Brady. I'm like, fuck, he's got a lot of points. Fuck, 30? Yeah. How do you put up 30? You know what I mean? Like, like just, like, yeah. like, like nine catches, like 80 yards and two touchdowns. Like, wait, what? He's, and he's one of those guys, exactly like you mentioned, like Kelsey or Cup, where he's just scrappy, man. Just goes out there and just – I think he's just one of those guys who just wants to play. He just I wants to go the, out there and just play. Like, just give me the ball. I'm roided up and I'm, I'm coming, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, it's just like I – I'm out here, like, I'm going to get a concussion, but I'm going to get nine catches, 120 yards while I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> give me the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Edel- Edelman's one of those guys for sure. But, yeah, so those would be my two, Cup, uh, Cup and Mahomes. Well, shit, man. Um, when the year started, uh, my family told me that it would probably not be worth doing a fantasy football year. I now at the end of it look at it and say they were wrong. This was a fantastic year of fantasy. 100%. Uh, I congratulate you for winning a, a high stakes money league. It's fantastic. Thank you probably did some good fundraising. 
Um, I applaud my brother, Paul. If you ever listen to this, champ, congratulations. Uh, and I'm coming for you next year, Dad. Uh, that was uh, the 2020 Fantasy Football Awards, man. Good shit, Ron. <laughs> great year. Great fantasy year. Yeah, great year. Indeed. And you know what? It's going to be another great one coming up. Yeah, I'm feeling good dude, about I'm going to do fantasy baseball, dude. I'm doing fantasy baseball. I'm doing it. <laughs> I've done it before. I've won. I'm fucking in it. I'm fucking in it. You know they have hockey, too? I'm thinking about doing hockey, man. I've like, seen golf, bro. I'm, they I'm, do I'm, fantasy I'm, golf. I, I. You guys are a bunch of nerds. I'm, dude, I'm... I am Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, man. <laughs> this is how I win. To create a job, play the part, thought connected, Tootin' Common, Nas and Frederick, haircut from the same cloth. A hop in a face off with a leather face, chainsaw, mini massacre. For heaven's sakes, till I crash and burn. In heaven's gate with the magic word, trying to open up and never have concern. Instead of boat to shut and thinking afterward. Afterward, afterward. I cannot wait. Handling this weight, yeah I need the space, I need some time That be the essence, exit the mind Nothing to question and nothing to guess Like having to guess the regression recess This is the shit that I wish that I said Sick and attempt to get out of my head Got pics in my front with a fist in the air Contrast but never compare Can't behave when there's pressure on my brain And I let it get the best of me Every single day can't get by with this pressure on my mind Oh my god, I need time, I need space I can't fret my life away, yeah Can't behave when there's pressure on my brain And I let it get the best of me Every single day can't get by with this pressure on my mind Oh my god, I need time, I need space I can't fret my life away, yeah Special thanks to Toucan Sam and allowing us to play the song Caillou off his last album. If you guys would like to check out Toucan Sam on our podcast, you guys can check us out on Spotify. Thanks again for listening.